Welcome to the Triple MCG. Welcome, Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, hello and welcome to this Wednesday afternoon. Mm. Uh, big congratulations to England. They won a great game of cricket. Yes, first <laughs> game. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, on my uh, travel, good afternoon, everyone. By the way, on my travels, obviously to Melbourne and back this mm. afternoon when mm. I was at the airport, so mm-hmm. I uh, met a member of the Barmy Army. Did you? Yes, I did. Oh. Yes, I what was... had been here throughout the entire tour? Throughout or? the entire tour, wow. um, he's staying here for another three days, and I, I said he's not going to stay for the, you know, the rest of the one days and so forth. And did he go to no. Canberra for the PMs? Yes. Wow, that I bet is... he can't wait to go home. <laughs> well, he's going Minus home in three 30. days. The majority go home after the uh, test series anyway. So, um, but uh, yeah, shell shocked is the word I would say. <laughs> did you kind of give? Him a bit of a poke you know, really. on his no, He said he's an ex-Aston Villa supporter and uh, that he'd met me in England when I was he was uh, a young kid. And I, was, I felt a bit sorry for him. Oh, what so else are you going to say to them as well? So I, I was just trying to, yeah. <laughs> no, I was trying to sort of you know get to the bottom of everything. And uh, he's in agreement actually with uh, Hados, what you were saying last week, and uh, and Tony, what you perceived. What's that? that? There's more problems behind the scenes than oh, we're hearing yes. about. Mm. Oh, yes. I think it goes all the way back to the English Prime Minister, but that's no story. <laughs> Sydney Thunder, congratulations. Oh, You've broken your losing streak. Do you think, do you think, hate us, that we're at all responsible? Because we did oh, interview Aaron Finch and oh, say, no pressure, buddy. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. ever been beaten absolute, by these guys. <laughs> absolute media joiners we are. <laughs> we are. No question. Sydney Thunder have broken uh, their duck. They are on the board as well. Yeah. Uh, so much to talk about this afternoon. We're talking about heat. We are talking about the tennis. We'll speak to Roger Rashid very shortly. Everybody's talking about Bernard Tomic. Should he or shouldn't he have pulled the pin after that injury against Rafael Nadal in last night's mm. big centre court game? This is the KFC Summer Session. Uh, I think uh, Djokovic has just got through. Yeah, the joke uh, is through. Again. And quite a quick game, which is what you need, I think, in the heat Straight of sets. what's going on in Melbourne at the moment. That, uh, just win quickly and uh, save energy for next week. The weather you know, will turn. You know, apparently. I was thinking squires in Hados. I was thinking in, in terms of, with the extreme heat, and I was just down there, it is unbearable. I can't remember a time, even when I was younger, when it was as hot as that. Mm. When the players, You're always when a little the, bit hot, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But when the players say, like, okay, when the players retire to their quarters or whatever, would they have an air conditioning on strong? Would that affect them in terms of then the following day having to come back out, or would they just have it at normal temperature? That's what I was thinking from an athletic point of view. Right, if they go into their rooms. Into their rooms and so forth. Because that, is that really, really healthy for them? Because then all of a sudden... It's probably not healthy, got... but you know, it does get your body temperature down, doesn't it? Yeah. One man who would know, of course, is uh, Roger Rashid, who has mm. been uh, an elite coach for quite some time. He's also on Channel 7's commentary team, and he joins us right now. G'day, Roger. Hi, good day, boys. How you doing? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Roger. Very well. You uh, before we get to the, I guess the topic that everybody's on everybody's lips is Bernard Tomic. Uh, that the heat. I've noticed in your uh, tweeting, you quite like the notion of the challenge that the heat presents to players. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, for for a start, we're actually we're all year round sport. We're a predominantly summer sport in low, where we uh, where the sport travels uh, right throughout the course of the. Uh, course of the year and I just think it's uh, you know they're just sort of the balls that get thrown up in the air at certain times you'll you'll get uh, you know what happens when you're actually out there and you're you know you're playing and it's 10 degrees and it's freezing and, you, and your body just doesn't sort of get going and it's, you know like so they're, they're okay they're not sort of uh, extreme uh, challenging temperatures for the for the mind as far as uh, taking you into the red zone a little bit but uh, you know, they're variable, and, and I just think if you've done your preparation, if you come to a Grand Slam, there's a few things, and I, uh, very very particular we were when I was with Leighton for, 
for, for all the all those years is we we challenged ourselves and the preparation was about I need to I need to get him prepared so he could actually play seven five set matches back to back in extreme conditions and if if we thought we were prepared for that well then we had no no real issue and uh, if you if you come down here and you're not expecting a hot summer in Australia and it's uh, well then uh, you know you, then it's your own fault but in saying that on the flip side there's it gets to a, they get to a time in, in your in the day when you know you can handle 35, 36, 37. Getting into that 40 range mm. is a little different, and uh, and and it's not just being out on the court. It's the actual friction that uh, the heat that comes in through your, through your feet, and then just the friction of that. It's such fast, dynamic tennis these days that there's a lot of friction up against the sole of your shoe. And yeah. um, but you know, precaution. You, you, you sort it out during the day. You sort it out during the day before, the night before, when you wake up. You hit the ice, um, you know, use the ice towels, et cetera, at change events from, from the very first sit-down, and you're generally going to be okay. And we've been pretty good here. I mean, there haven't been too many... Uh, there have been a... Look, this is some retirements, but not the real casualties courtesy, yeah. of, the, courtesy of the heat. Hmm. And, mate, is there much difference between centre court and, and the outer courts? Uh, yeah, look, there, there is in this... Um, yeah, well, I mean, there's a, the wind doesn't really get get up in the in the centre court. It swells a little bit, and it, and it can be you've got some air conditioning that actually goes on in there as well. So, uh, you know, for the fans, so so there's a, there's a little bit of, I'd say for the fans, it's better for on court, and it also depends, guys, where if the sun's coming down. You know, if you're playing eleven, twelve, one, two, three o'clock, when the mm. sun's actually overhead and moving around that mm. space, that's really damaging. Uh, and, and it's direct sun. Today we've had a lot of cloud cover coming in and out, so the clouds have been protected. Uh, and then once the sun goes away and out of that space, and there's some some cloud cover oh, and some shade. Um, yeah, it's hot and humid, but uh, it's the direct hit of the daylight that you know the sun that gets on your body. That's uh, that's that's the killer. And Roger, I actually didn't see it myself. I was I was watching Melbourne Victory versus Western Sydney Wanderers, but uh, Bernard Tomic reti- retired yeah. <laughs> uh, last night. Hurt. It seems to have. have caused a bit of a furore around a lot of people are giving their opinions what's your opinion on the whole matter yeah look i mean everyone's everyone's gonna gonna have a little uh, thought about it i mean you know i i like bernard but there's a few there's a few things i reckon you're a, you become a victim of uh, in a good or bad way of, of how you prepare day in day out and, we, and week in week out and, and throughout the course of the year as, a, as an athlete and um you know bernard's not uh, you know generally hasn't been that player we've seen that's come out and every day he's actually putting it on the line so when when all of a sudden something goes against you and you're a bit of adversity on the tennis court um you know there's a there's a you either go through that and actually and and deal with it or you actually go the other way and i i think there could have been a when i was watching him physically move around the court he wasn't grimacing through the face uh he moved pretty powerfully he covered the court well um there was no real uh, he didn't lose that sort of power movement in his first step and he exploded on his serve so for me it looked pretty good um yeah there must there's obviously a little issue but uh you, i think you stick it out i think you know australians we stick it out i reckon you've got i think yeah. you've got to you earn a lot more fans if you're doing what leighton does um i reckon on the court and a couple of our young kids uh, uh, uh nick curios and uh, tanasi kokonakis who actually uh who you put on the line as well yesterday yeah well tanasi kokonakis that was amazing watching him he was just cramping up completely against sizling wasn't he i thought he was gone yet he played yeah, through and, he, and, he and, looks and, good yeah no, he's a he's a good south australian and a good sport yeah. supporter and you know so uh, oh, yeah, that's no, sad for competition. Uh, <laughs> they've got, they got some. They got some go. These two guys. They they love sticking their chest out, and yep. they're and they're not afraid of being on the stage. And actually, just they're, they're comfortable in the environment. You know, it'd be like playing your first 
uh, cricket match or being picked for your country for the first time, are you comfortable in that space or not? These guys feel very comfortable playing against, uh, having hit against Federer and Nadal. Yeah, it's a little intimidating, but they don't show it. They feel quite natural. They're loose in their body uh, and all that sort of stuff. And so I like what they've got to do. I like the fact that these two guys have got a little bit of arrogance to them, and it's uh, it's it's an impressive for me. And they're going to get better and better. What I like when you look at juniors coming up, and I'm sure it's the same with every sport with you guys as well. When you uh, you look at it, is have they got any real wow factor and weapons? Yeah. Mm. And, and, about and these guys got some legitimate weapons, and that means they're going to be quality players. Yeah, they're great. All right, and just very very quickly, uh, Sam tonight, Matt Ebden tonight. Who wins that? And they all and the big one we've all been waiting for. It's the doubles, Leighton Hewitt and Pat <laughs> Rafter together again at last. Yeah, well, let, let me let me say, Sam will win for sure. Matty Ebden's got a tough task on his hand. Talented Canadian kid. He could get the job done. Uh, watch out for Matty. It's going to be interesting in there in that environment. But the big one, as I said, Paddy Rafter, Leighton Hewitt. Yeah. I'm looking for. In fact, I'm down here in Melbourne Park because I've done my work with my player. Yeah. Um, but I've come back to have a little look. I've given Paddy a bit of a sledge on Channel 7 yeah. as well. He's, he's a 41-year-old hack who just wants the limelight again. He wants the, he wants the, he wants the cameraman. He wants the, the girls taking photos of him again. He's missed all of it. You know, he, and he wants to change that shirt at, you know, at the end of the first yeah. set where you're sweating and you rip your shirt off. He wants all that rubbish. And it's got nothing to do with tennis or, or the being the captain of the Davis Cup. It's all about Pat Rafter and his body and, and Bonds and whoever else he's making those squillions from. Uh, Roger Rashid, lovely to talk to you as ever. Thanks so much, mate. Go Thanks, well. Roger. This is the KFC Summer Session. There's a lot of people have been whinging about the, the heat. The heat at the Australian Open, mm. sure. It's Harden hot. up. F- Harden up, thank you very much. <laughs> it's offensive. For, uh, the, the heat's offensive. It was offensive. Yeah. You, well, it is in a suit. Got a, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I got were, offended. If you had a decent kit on, like some boardies and a singlet or something, it might be all right. Well, I had some yeah. boardies when I walked back from Triple M yesterday to the hotel, but okay. I had to put the suit on, obviously, to go to the game. And whoa. You're whinging, Boz. You're whinging. That's what I'm saying. You're whinging yes. because there are places that are a lot hotter than uh, Rod Labor Arena. Where? Seduna. For Where? example, today I think Seduna, uh, which is roughly on about just... 800 kilometres uh, northwest of Adelaide. Oh, I'm, here I'm, we I'm go. So I, I, Teddy I've, Atlas I've over here. Look. I've had a little look. I've just had a little look about what, who, where the hottest places in Australia are as That's we speak. Yeah. That's my pick. Major, so I thought, in, major in geography? I <laughs> did not major in geography. I thought, why wouldn't we go to Seduna? And where have you better... organised us for a phone call to Seduna? We have indeed. We've got Gavin on the line from the Seduna Foreshore wow. Caravan Park. G'day, Gav. G'day, Tony. How are you going? I'm very well, thanks, mate. Hot enough for you? Uh, just a normal day here at Seduna, only about 48. <laughs> <laughs> 48 degrees. Oh. What's the strategy, bud? 40, uh, the strategy is I've sent everyone from the caravan park into the pub. Yep. It's Go got on. the best air conditioning in town. <laughs> there you go. So, and it's too hot outside to even go for a swim. Gav, we were just saying before, what, you know, back in the days when there wasn't any air conditioning, what, what, would, what would people do? Oh, basically, I was in Sejuna in about 1974. Yeah as a young bloke, and we just go, go down the beach and get under the Norfolk Pines and stay cool that way and have a tinny. Yeah, it, it is. It's very famous for the Norfolk Pines there, isn't it? Uh, yep. It's basically, uh, if, am I right, sort of the last stop if you're heading east to west before the Nullarbor Plain. Is that about right? Yeah, we're 400 uh, kilometres from the Western Australian border, and, um, yeah, we're sort of the last bastion. Wow. And are the uh, the caravan and oh, look? I'm a caravan person. All my holidays in caravan parks. Uh, how are they coping? So I've gone to the pub. Uh, not many of them, I imagine, would have air conditioning in them, would they? 
Uh, most of the vans these days tend to have a uh, bit of air conditioning, but oh, there's soft. Uh, oh, well, a, couple laughing, of, a couple of New Zealanders not too happy. So, <laughs> <laughs> is there because you're not far from the water there, are you? No, we're about 100 metres from the water, and, and I think I think the temperature has dropped slightly to about 46. <laughs> oh. Oh, positively cool. Well, how's it, what's it get down to in the evening then, Gav? Uh, probably be about uh, 36, I reckon tonight. Oh. Perfect. Great sleeping weather. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sleep outside. If you, I might go there for a holiday next year. I'll tell you what, great fishing. Oh, Good fishing, there you go. Best fishing, King George Whiting, capital Ooh, of the world. Yeah, you said Lovely. that, King George Whiting. Beautiful. They are a good eating fish, though. They're number one seed almost. There you go. That's it. Well, what you could do, obviously, is you go down the beach, you catch a King George Whiting, you just throw it in the sand and it cooks right there and then. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. A bit like Boz's experiment with the egg yesterday. Yeah, that's oh. right. <laughs> All right, so Gav, are you... Uh, uh, you've been at the caravan park a long time. You're managing there, or you're filling in. What's the story? Uh, I used to uh, manage the caravan park here, but I'm just on relief at the moment. The other managers were smart enough to go to Adelaide for holidays. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Big smoke. And uh, are you wearing shorts at the moment? Certainly am. Yeah, good shorts, thongs, and t-shirt. Okay. All right. no, su- no suits, Gavin. No, no not this no one's week. got a suit or tie. No, no, no formal wear in Sejuna at the moment. <laughs> All right, Gavin. Thanks so much. See, you are the capital of the world at the moment. Uh, the hottest temperature in Australia, right wow. there at Sejuna. Congratulations. Thanks, Tony. Well done, Gav. There it is, Gavin from the Seduna Foreshore Caravan Park. If you're travelling through there, that's the place to drop off. Catch yourself a King George White. I'm going to go there next year on holiday. Will you? Really? I'm sure they'll all leave. I wonder if there's an airport there. (laughs) (laughs) This is the KFC Summer Session. We've been talking about the heat uh, around the tennis. I was watching the tennis last night. Uh, Jim Corey and Bruce McAvaney, both great commentators. Bruce particularly, have always loved his work. Fantastic. They were talking about the effect of that heat on Rafael Nadal, and I think they put it quite brilliantly. 15 love. Nadal is in full lather already. 27 minutes into that, this match, that shirt has basically become one with his torso. There's <laughs> probably a lot of people around Australia that are not disappointed with that. Bruce McAvoy. <laughs> He's a champion. <laughs> He's a champion. He is. This is the KFC Summer Session. Uh, every evening or most evenings, Hados has regales with stories of what he's got up to in terms yes. of cooking. Mm. He's been the, uh, yeah, the man on North Stradbroke Island who's just been looking after the family, cooking something special. Hunting and gathering. Correct. Mm, <laughs> correct. Very primal. Well, last night it got a little bit more complicated. We knew something was going to happen. What did happen, Hados? Well, I thought after 20 years of bromance with Justin Langer that I actually decided <laughs> to take it to romance with my beautiful wife, Kelly Lee Hayden. Oh, you embraced in the middle of a cricket field. Well, no, like, like, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was uh, during the show, I made a little passata with, uh, with anchovies and a beautiful uh, tomato and onion and garlic mm-hmm. with yeah. some fresh basil. Mm-hmm. And I had that sauce put aside. Yeah. So I packed up the back of the F truck with two chairs and a beautiful table and a candle um, in the centre and uh, had uh, a beautiful bottle of Billy Cart Salmon, her favourite champagne on ice. Wow. A couple of cold Coronas as well, just in case. <laughs> in case it got ugly. <laughs> in case we just got a little bit thirsty. Yeah, very good. Um, and then I had a little gas cooker. Um, and just one pan. I had uh, fresh prawn and bug meat. Oh, and um, I'd already pre-done the spaghetti as well. So I just made the sauce up right there and then. So you, you didn't eat on the back of the truck? That's not what you're No, no. Me. Actually, I used, the, I used the truck as a little bit of a windbreak because ah. the gas cooker is always cooked better 
when they've got no wind. So I use that as a windbreak. Uh-huh. But you had what you had sourced some kind of good spot, romantic spot. Is that what you? I had. Me? So I travelled extensively. I'll tell my wife, but actually, no, literally just up the road <laughs> 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 to take in the beautiful vista of the uh, southern half of uh, Moreton Bay. And um, just can't just put a little side up there, right in front of the um, the rock wall overlooking the bay. It was magic. Sunset as well because we're oh. on the west coast of the island, mm. so uh, it's a pretty unique position actually, considering we're on the east coast and we're taking the sunset. Sun obviously going straight down over the water of Morton wow. Bay, so it was just lovely. Actually, when did Kel twig that something was going on? Well, the kids are all over it, so they were asking lots of questions, <laughs> yeah. and it was difficult to. Uh, I wasn't going to lie to them, so no. I said, "Yes, yeah, so I'm taking," and it's good for them as well to mm. let them know that I'm. You know, making the night about their mother as yeah. opposed to all about, you know, their sporting locations, their tributes at school and whatnot. Yep. So I told them about it and expected them to be good. And I've got my brother staying with me. So I let him in on it. Uh, he was helping me out during the day, making sure that, you know, the things were cold or mm. hot or whatever it was that I needed him to do. Um, yeah, so everyone was in on the gag. And Kel twigged on it when uh, she saw the back of the F truck yeah. packed with uh, with various matters that uh, were going on. Yeah, the and chairs. That's phenomenal. That's <laughs> that great. That is so romantic. Very it was good. nice. It was really nice, you know. We haven't done a lot of stuff like that before, but I, I really did enjoy it, and I, I'm sure Kel did as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, Boz, you're... Um, let's be honest. I'm, I'm be honest actually crossing this. my fingers and legs and hoping that my partner, Sarah, is not listening to this because <laughs> I will then have to scout along Sorry, King buddy. Street Wharf. That's all right, buddy. I'm Darling Harbour for a spot <laughs> and go and buy some chairs from Bunnings and try to do something very similar. <laughs> you, you just... You're not romantic, or no, you just what, don't yeah, think I, about yeah, it. Yes, I mean, I haven't got many weak points, contrary to what you think. You think I've got plenty. So, nah. whichever way you want to put them in, uh, mm. but I would say one of my weak points is romance, and um, I've got to work on it. So, if anyone's got any ideas, including wow. you two, I mean, I've got a good one there from Hados. Yeah. Well, yeah. one maybe one from you. I I, uh, I, wow. need, to, I need to work on that. No, it's romance little, yeah. is, is a great thing. I once a little got... bit like my chin ups. I need to work on them to get them up to ten. <laughs> that's hard, actually. Yeah, just, that is hard. That's so romantic that you brought that into the conversation as well. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, just a bit of an analogy, yeah. you know. Oh, you know, Jack Johnson, my, my beautiful wife, Kate Melanie Pascoe Squires, oh, she's a very big fan of Jack Johnson. I once got him to play, just wearing his board shorts and thongs, a song which I'd written the lyrics to, Under the Window to Her. Wow. That's not true, I didn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going so off just on a real... What really happened was that we were at a concert and we were about 100 metres away and Kate got up and said, I love you, Jack, and I was furious and stormed out. But anyway, <laughs> just as romantic, I think. I, I think, think that's so. just as romantic. Are you so. as romantic as Hados? Can you out-romance Matthew Hayden, what he did last night? <laughs> and Beautiful in thing. In the process. Man or woman, I don't care. In give the process, call. give the bozo some ideas. He's got his <laughs> power and he's ready. This is the chaos. Summer session. Uh, Matthew Hayden, well, what he did last night romantically was he uh, set up, unbeknownst to his beautiful wife, mm. Kel, he, uh, a really? little venue on the island where mm. he could watch the sunset. Tropical setting. Tropical setting. Cook the meal. Watching got the, the f- favourite champagne. <laughs> there it was. And I'll watch him roll away. And, and romantically, he didn't sing to her boss. Because <laughs> that would have ruined right, everything. So no singing. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. Exactly. Imagine if I could sing. Oh, oh exactly. Oh, you get the car out as well. <laughs> We're wondering, what can you out-romance Matthew Hayden and how do you do it? How did you do it? George has called 13353. G'day, George. Hi, George. You there, George? Yes, guys. How are you? Very Lovely well, George. Thanks, bud. How did you, uh, what was the romance? Uh, guys, I... My, my lovely now wife mm. uh, wanted to go to an island and at the time we weren't engaged yet and mm. it was just, you know, the, the rumours were starting that we were going to get engaged and I was going to propose. Yep. Mm. 
So she saw all the videos and all the news that, you know, the, these island trips to Fiji and all these things. So what I did was is I ordered about two and a half tonne of sand, which I had to move manually in a wheelbarrow. What? Placed it all in my backyard in a um, shape of a heart. Oh, bought all these blow-up uh, palm trees and that, and one of them had a like a wine cooler at the bottom, which I filled with ice, put a champagne bottle in there, a nice little table that I won't tell you is what it was made of, a couple of milk crates and uh, some timber <laughs> over the top, which had a nice, a nice, a really nice tablecloth on it, chopped up some fresh fruit, and uh, sat down. I said, look, I wanted to prepare something for you. I made her walk into the backyard bare feet. She said, there's sand in your backyard. And I said, yeah, babe, just keep walking. And she sat down and we started having some fruit. And, and I said, do you want a drink? Poured her some champagne and said, look, while I'm at it, and I'm on one knee, do you think uh, you'd like to marry me? Oh, oh Terrific stuff. George. And the 29th of December this year, um, oh, just last December, we celebrated our first year anniversary and love and life. Oh, George, that is a great Perfect, story. George. So two and a half ton of sand. Boz is writing notes. Well done, George. That is romantic. What about you, Sean? Yeah, good day. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good. good thanks, mate. Good, thanks, Sean. Yeah, look, our 17th wedding anniversary, my wife Sheridan and I um, celebrated. It was a pretty special one because we surpassed her parents' um, number of years married. Yep. Mm. So I took her down to Sydney. It's all about competition. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a fairly high benchmark. Yeah. And I uh, took her down to Sydney and we stayed at the Observatory Hotel and had a, the seven-course degustation in uh, Galileo's restaurant. Yeah, lovely. And at the middle course, mm. um, got her up out of the chair and we went across to the observatory and I bought her a star called Sherry Berry Twinkle Toes. Mm. Oh, so we got to look at the star, and she's got star maps of where it is. So there's actually a star up there that I bought for her for our 17th anniversary. That is Lovely. sweet. Bozza, write that down. That's love. Observatory's around the corner from the Bozza. That yeah, could be convenient. <laughs> How could you buy a star for somebody else and not call it the Bozza, though? That yeah. would be a difficult thing for you. <laughs> Sean, that is a great one, too. They're beautiful stories. They go, there you go, Bozza. You've got something to work yeah, with. Yeah, I think Observatory at the moment, because I don't know how I'm going to go with the two and a half ton of sand. <laughs> This is the KFC Summer Session. We've been talking about Matthew Hayden's romance. I've got mm. some terrific callers of people who were trying to out-romance Matthew <laughs> Hayden. Yeah, and yeah. Some great ones there. Uh, you've also got something, was it tweeted to you, Haydos? Yeah, I threw it out there on, at Haydos Tweets. Um, mm. Just where's your most ro- romantic location? Oh, and this one came back. Mm-hmm. On our half cab, anchored over Curtain Reef with a smicko sunset, yeah. she's just about... Say something sweet, yeah, and the reel goes off. <laughs> oh, that's a hard situation. Oh, what do you do? Go Australia! I love it. This is the KFC Summer Session. Boz, Melbourne, phenomenal. Place. Hot, of course. You were saying yep. for the tennis, great place. Yeah, air conditioned where you were in the studio. Superb. Is anything uh, that struck your eye? Well, as I was walking out the Triple M uh, Studios, I think it was on Clarendon Street mm-hmm. in South Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I, I had a bit of a fall. Oh, really? Yeah. Tripped over myself and, and so forth, and nearly went straight into the uh, into the table because mm. I saw was it live, was live, it yourself or was it someone else? Uh, it was uh, actually you, my good friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> life size cardboard cutout in his Australian blazer with his grey nickels, the vertical right green hand, and gold stripes, and of course the baggy green stripped cap. up. I actually had to take a picture of it. <gasps> Just in case for insurance purposes that I did get injured, <laughs> I was going to bl- I was going to blame that they had that there. I don't know if they oh. had it for me 
you know, because I knew I was coming down. Just that it just it's it's a life size Matthew Hayden. It is. Oh, I was no. going to bring it with me, but they told me at the airport it wasn't. I couldn't take it through, so I had to leave it at the, the Marine yeah, Airport still. Well, that is spectacular. Wearing the, the, the bat with the pink handle, the told famous you. bat with the pink handle, Great eagles. with the pink handle in his right hand. Hados, the what, blazer what? and the baggy green cap. Can you explain mm. yourself, Hados? Well, when um, I released the autobiography, mm-hmm. um, standing my ground, Penguin put it out. So they they did a life size, and it was just you know at point of sale basically. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember the first time they sent one up to us, and I put it up in the garage, mm-hmm. and it scared the heck out of the kids. Mm-hmm. Just... <laughs> well, the buzzer had a fall. Now, I recovered. But now I it sits in my office actually, and we just sledge it all the time. <laughs> you have a life size. Cardboard cutout of yourself in your yes. office. Unlike Boz, I don't often talk about myself in the third person, so that's my opportunity just to yes. talk a good game. I so reckon we should have one here in Sydney. Why have they got one in Melbourne and not one? Probably here more in entertaining. If there and is one of you, if there is another one of these, of you, uh, let's have it in the studio in the hallway for the last, Yeah, I know there's a picture. Well, there's a picture of you at, at Fox Sports too. There's yeah. a, actually, that's a life-size picture. If we could steal yeah. that and go. get that, right. and put it well, in your Well, there's one house. person that's good at stealing, and that's the bozo. Did, does it when, when you're sitting in your office, Hados, and yes. you look across and you see uh, yourself smiling at yourself uh, <laughs> with, with your bag of green sat jauntily on top of your head? Do you kind of give yourself a wink occasionally and say, "That guy, look what he's done." Yeah. Super, isn't he? Super. <laughs> big wink. Big wink and all that. No, Tony, I don't. <laughs> you know what you should have done, Hados? You should have, you should have told Kel, look, I'll meet us at this spot and all that. You should have put this cardboard size cut out there before you come. For so your this, romantic yeah, evening. This, this, is, this is what awaits you. <laughs> With a press button or something. Yeah. Yeah. 